0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Dynasty Cast. As always, I'm your host, Eric Bertzell. Better known on Twitter is at Dynasty Trades. See, Nathan, it's been two times in a row that I'm allowed to say this now. As always, it's all good. Uh, this week's episode brought to you by RotoQL. I'm joined um, pretty much as always by Nathan. Nathan's like the rock of the show, and, uh, and we have a special guest today, Nathan.
1: Yeah, if, if we had like someone who uh, we cheated on Dan with, it'd always be Russell. Yeah,
0: so you're basically saying Russell J Clay is the mistress of the Dynasty Trade Cast, is what you're saying?
1: Yes, yes. Whenever whenever one of the hosts isn't treating me right, I I give uh, Russell a little call.
0: Yeah, he's like one of your old flings too. You guys had the uh, the Dynasty dudes. This all adds up. <laughs> yeah, he's not wearing sleeves right now, man. What's up, Russell J Clay?
2: One day I'm gonna show up with a ring, and it's it's gonna get awkward. Um, things are good hey no complaints uh the football season has started and and here we go i guess right
0: yeah well week two was a bit nuts um which was cool so that was like watching the points rack up was pretty sweet uh so yeah we're going to talk about that today um and not really in any particular order we're just going to kind of dive down the things that happen and talk dynasty value of players and things that are happening uh give our takes on them and uh Then we'll probably wrap up the show. I don't know. I don't know if that's what we'll do or not. Yeah,
1: right, that's, fine. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> that's
0: what we'll do. Okay. Um, all right. Well, before we get into the show, a quick reminder that you can support the RotoViz Radio Network and our ten shows per week on Patreon. By doing so, you'll gain access to RotoViz Live, our weekly Sunday morning video show answering all of your fantasy questions. Patronships start at just five dollars per month and provide you with exclusive access to RotoViz Live. That's four shows per month on top of forty podcasts for five dollars. Uh, become a RotoViz patron. Today, to join an exclusive community of listeners, access premium content, do your part in helping support the network um, and continue to produce high or helping us to produce high quality industry leading
1: programming. Speaking of exclusives, as a loyal podcast listener, you can get 30 percent off of RotoViz NFL pass right now. It's available through the NFL podcast homepage, rotoviz.com slash podcast. The season is here. Make sure you're ready gain limited access to all of our NFL content so you get amazing value and support the podcast network. Once again, that's rotaviz.com slash podcast. Okay. I, I, I was trying to keep up the, like, porn-sounding voice for, like, the entire time, and then I messed that up, and it, it all went into shambles.
0: I'm believing this in the show.
1: If, Good.
2: <laughs> if, uh, okay. If you've been tracking Nathan's uh, Snapchat, um, You'll, Which you'll I like have, for the record. <laughs> Sunday mornings, he was talking about doing a a Nate a Nate Dog minute, and uh, so I just got off the phone with corporate, and based on that ad read, we're gonna we're gonna cut the Nate Dog minute. So what what about
1: what about Nate Dog walks the dog? Is that is that, is that yeah, green lighted or no?
0: Nin Powell on we're Snapchat and yeah. if, if you want to hear him say kaddush, look into the camera and give uh, Also, fun fact: I would probably have put money on you being intoxicated while you were doing that. No, that? I was very
1: sober. <laughs> <laughs> very sober. Very bored.
0: Uh, that, that 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 the last part you could definitely tell. So that's N F FF on Twitter and on Snapchat. So go out there and get it, ladies. Go out there and get it. Okay, let's. You're gonna have like 40 new followers. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> uh okay let's go ahead and dive into it and talk about a name that we literally can't keep off of our tongues here at the dynasty trade cast and honestly dynasty twitter can't quit him either and that's josh gordon going to dum-dum-dum-dum the new england patriots as i'm pretty sure everybody on twitter mocked him too, too.
1: you know what eric i'm going to look at the positive side of things uh we have Mocked our positive, or not even positive. Our consistent talk of the Browns, pretty much for the last like six months on the trade cast. We don't go on an episode without talking about the Browns. But now that they don't have Josh Gordon and they don't have Corey Coleman, there is a much more likely uh, events through podcast that we don't talk about them because those are two names that we talk about pretty much every episode. So now that they're both not on the Browns, we might start not talking about the Browns. So that's the way I'm looking at it: is less Browns talk. Okay, why don't we try some
0: actual <laughs> insight now? And uh, I'll, I'll kick to kick to Russ as to what this does for dynasty value. I believe Nathan made a tweet that this is, and I'm quoting here, the 14th buying window or selling window for Josh Gordon's for the love of God, go out there and trade him.
2: I don't understand what's I don't understand what's going on. It's like he just like he just got basically cut from a team. It's been five years. It, but and it's like twitter today was all roses yeah like it was all optimism there was no i mean there were a few naysayers in there that got pitchforked to death you i didn't i didn't throw out any tweets (laughs) but it's just like i mean i get it like he's uber talented but man we got such a big sample like we got to break up with this boyfriend man this is too many times
0: i mean okay i'll just say it. i'm seeing on my timeline pretty regularly a 2019 first for gordon deal getting done and that going on the gordon side of the twitter poll go do it just get a first for him get out you don't need to be on this roller coaster he's bad for you girl is i guess what i'd say he's no good for yeah. you yeah
2: yeah, yeah you can you do better.
0: Get yourself a real man like Jarvis Lander. Right.
2: <laughs> and and you know what? Like that that 2019 first, that's like a win. Like you that's a, it a was, win. He like like, was
0: literally worthless. It's like like a year that no, no, like four months ago he was he was worthless.
2: Just take that settlement, move on, get get a new condo, you know, out by the coast condo. or something. You know, start out right, yes.
0: Okay, so we're we're all of okay. So we're all of the mindset that this is this is the appropriate play to happen. There is, I I feel like I've seen more pictures of Randy Moss in a Patriots uniform today on Twitter than I've ever seen. There's like a non-zero chance that we're all wrong and he's actually Randy Moss. But you better believe that this report of him like showing up like groggy at camp and them cutting him because of it, he's gonna have like a drug test delivered to his house
1: like yesterday.
0: The NFL is going to be like mm, random drug test time for you, Josh Gordon.
1: All right, I'll just continue to not talk about Josh Gordon because I don't care about him. Um, and I'll talk about Corey Coleman, uh, Russell. I, I think that this may be the week where I cut all my Corey Coleman shares.
2: This is the end, my friend. This. Oh, is this is,
0: really that that point? I'm. I don't know that I'm ready yet.
2: It's not the end, but it, it's it's to the point where. He's on your roster, and you're just sad every time you look at him. And you're which like, is which is stuff. why I
1: want to cut him. I don't want to see it anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but okay, what about this? I mean, he's got name. He's got name recognition. He's still on the Patriots. You can. Probably no, he's not get... on the
1: Patriots. He got cut.
0: Oh, did he? Okay. Well, do 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 Breaking news for me. Uh, <laughs> in a corresponding move, they've cut Corey Coleman. Okay, then yeah. R.I.P. I'm sorry.
2: And like you click on his name and you're like, Oh yeah, fifteenth overall pick, first rounder. Oh wow. Oh, look at that athletic profile. Oh, he's been cut three times in one offseason. All
0: right. Well let's let's go back in time two years ago right now and let's put ourselves in that mindset. If I had got, if I go back in time and tell Dynasty Twitter that Corey Coleman's going to be out of the league and Josh Gordon is still going to be a thing that people <laughs> he's still gonna be worth a first, like I feel like it would explode. It would explode.
2: Oh, I but would have Marty, no it's idea. And yeah. also Corey Coleman's cut. <laughs> On the Patriots.
0: Yep. On the Patriots. And they have nobody. They've got nobody. And Corey Coleman still can't make the roster. <sighs> <sighs> That's freaking brutal. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Nathan. I think it's time. And I have a lot of Corey Coleman shares myself. So um, maybe we should just play, like, sad funeral music for him because where did this go wrong? I'm not really sure. But, wow, did it go south quickly.
1: I think it's more of the Sarah McLaughlin uh, sad puppy commercial where it's like, it's like, will somebody, will somebody, will somebody please adopt Corey Coleman?
0: <laughs> okay. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> All right. So Josh Gordon, we're the first right now. Go get the first to surmise Corey Coleman, RIP on your roster. Go pick up Philip Lindsay. If he's available, he's not.
1: What does uh, it have to do with Corey Coleman?
0: What? Which thing?
1: Jill LeBlindsey. Oh,
0: I'm just saying, like, literally add anyone. Go add Jarius Wright over Corey Goldman.
2: Add anyone.
0: (laughs) Add add anyone. Uh, Jarius Wright might actually be a person to get <laughs> at, <laughs> which is again, very, very, if I told you Jarius Wright was in the league longer than Corey Coleman years Ray. ago, you wouldn't believe me. Oh, RIP. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, cause we could talk about this all day. Um, and let's talk about Joe Mixon got injured. looks like he's out. He's getting a cleanup surgery. looks like he's out for two to four weeks. Um, probably pushing more towards that four week side of things. Um, looks Look, has looked insanely good bell cow, kind of a fluke injury really I, I mean I don't I, just, I don't think this really dings him for being like can't be a bell cow type of thing so uh I guess I'll, I'll kick to Nathan first what are you doing with Mixon are you just trying to buy at this point if somebody's low on him
1: I'm a man with very very little Joe Mixon maybe zero Joe Mixon in fact and I was just fading him on the concept of oh Gio Bernard the talented back oh do we even know Joe Mixon's any good well, in week one, we saw Joe Mixon is really freaking good at the running back. Position. Yes, we did. Uh, and so, if this injury of two to four weeks is giving any pause to any dynasty owners, maybe someone who is in like super win now mode and can't afford to win, can't afford to lose two regular season games, go out and, and throw a feeler, throw out you know a veteran running back in a first or something along those lines. Yep. Maybe, maybe even a, a Philip Lindsay in a first, and you know they think, oh, we get those points done with Philip Lindsay. I, I think that you know it's not likely that someone's trying to bail on Mixon be, just because of this injury, but it's worth at least at least worth a shot. Whereas like if this injury didn't happen, he'd be worth basically the one-on-one right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like right now the person that holds Mixon is going to be a person who believed in him from the get-go and kind of like sifted through all this um, anti-hype of him coming in. Well, and, and I don't know coming into this season is necessarily the case, but there was a point in the off season where like he was a pretty clear sell uh uh, you know, I, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna have a guy that's just been holding on to him for for the long haul and isn't gonna sell here. But I, I mean, I'm with Nathan. Like, go out and shop for him. I mean, the first plus another running back is probably a good call. Uh, I'm like trying to think of a good running back to pair other than Phillip Lindsay because that's like we keep mentioning that name over and over again. But all right, let's just throw to Russ. What are, What are your thoughts, Russ?
2: Yeah, buy if you can. I don't. I don't. I think the cat's already out of the bag though. And generally speaking. People who drafted Mixon were really high on him in rookie yep. drafts. So if there, if he's on the roster and they saw that Week One, that's going to be, you know, trouble. But yeah, if he oh if well. he had
0: tanked Week One, I feel like you could have gone out and bought him for sure. You'd have been like, "Ooh, Geo's definitely going to take his job." Right. So, okay. Um, another injury in the running back cores of the NFL, uh, and that is Devonta Freeman is injured. And uh, it was the Tevin Coleman show this weekend, which was kind of exciting. Uh, if you're a Tevin, Tevin Coleman truther, like, I'm, I don't know that I'm necessarily a truther, but definitely a guy who's got far more Coleman than I do Freeman. I was pretty happy with that outcome. Uh, but uh, not Freeman being injured, for the record, but just, like, the fact that Coleman looked pretty good in a bell cow role. Uh, what are we doing with Freeman? Uh, I guess I'll just start. I don't, I don't have Freeman anywhere, so I've kind of always thought he was overhyped. And, and I honestly missed the bandwagon during the rookie draft. Of actually drafting the dude pretty cheap. So didn't end up getting him anywhere, but uh I I I still don't think I'm like I, I think I'm still of the same camp. Like I'm not sad I don't have any shares of him.
2: That that was the same path for me. I missed that huge buy window when he was Uber cheap. And then he's kinda he hasn't been overvalued since. I'd say he's been correctly valued, I guess. Yes,
0: I agree. Well, but buying him didn't make much sense. It's like
2: buying him didn't make much sense. And now he's 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that focus goes on Le'Veon with that, the age and sort of the touches. Freeman's ha- Freeman has quite a few touches on his, uh, uh, you know, ledger now as well. So yep. obviously I think he'll be fine long term, but this could be the point where we start to worry about him in maybe a feature role going forward.
1: Yeah, I I think that throughout the last few years, Freeman has been the favorite of the Falcons. If they're going to look at a guy, okay, who are we going to give the feature role to? And it's been Freeman. But I think that as they see Freeman out and they see Tevin Coleman on 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 a contract year and him having success while Freeman's out, I think that even when Freeman comes back, they might just say, okay, let's milk uh, Coleman for all he's worth because he's gone after this year. And we have have Freeman on the long-term deal. So, uh, I mean, he does have the injury history with concussions. uh, And, honestly, his timeline right now with his knee is uh, uncertain, according to the latest report. So, yeah, I I would definitely be wary of Freeman right now in the short term. Uh, And uh, Tevin Coleman, you know, it's it's not really a time to buy. But I think that he's going to have a huge next three, four, five weeks.
0: Yeah. And, and, yeah, if you're in read for redirect purposes and even in dynasty, like he's going to just start him, he'll do, he'll do great. But I mean, d- does the injury open up a buy window for Freeman? Maybe it's time for people like Russell and I to get on the bandwagon finally and get a share now. Um, Cause I feel I, you kind of feel on Twitter, at least like the room kind of deflating around Freeman's value right now.
2: That's, that's a fair take. I, I actually do think, especially if someone's in a win now that that's a win now asset. So if someone is kind of losing that, maybe they'd be willing to swap a, a slightly lesser piece that can be startable every week. So well, what what yeah. is
0: his valuation right now in your eyes? Like, I mean, I would think a first is probably enough to get the deal done right now. Well,
1: no, but you're not trading a pick because the person who's dealing Freeman is doing so to get points today.
0: You okay, know? well, or or a first equivalent. Um, trying to think of what that would be, Tevin Coleman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like so uh, how how far away is he from deon lewis plus a pretty decent rookie pick like i mean i i think, I th- like th- I think it'd, be, it,
1: it'd be it'd be it'd be deon lewis in the late first for freeman
2: okay
0: that's i mean that's still i mean that was miles apart this yeah. this
1: offseason. i mean that's that's right. that's come a long ways yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, it's a bit of a conundrum though because the team that's trying to buy Freeman Freeman is a win now asset, but also you're trading for a win now asset for, but it's an asset that's not going to score you points for at least a few weeks. So it, it is a bit of a question there.
0: Well, I mean, if you're buying him, you're in theory, you either have the depth that you can handle it, or you say, or you either have depth to handle it, or you're not a team that's contending you're buying him for his future role and, and cashing in on somebody panicking. But I mean, Let's think through this. Like um, Jordan Howard or Freeman.
1: Howard, Howard, and I don't even like Howard, but at this point,
0: right? But I mean, okay. So you would you would not want the you would not want the Freeman side of that deal. What about Royce Freeman?
1: Uh, uh, Devonta.
0: Devonta, I agree with that. Freeman. What about Darius Guy? Well, (laughs) the Darius guys won't be a piece. (laughs) Okay,
2: so what about like Derrick Henry? We take Freeman. Easy. I would take Freeman yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. easily, easily. But, yeah, yeah.
0: but I mean, if, if Henry had blown up these first two weeks, I think that there would be a, a serious argument. Well, first off, his value would have just skyrocketed because everybody freaking loves Derek Henry. But if he, if he, if he exploded on this, I mean, I think, I think you could have gotten out from, uh, from Henry in that particular instance. Yeah. um yeah but i mean like like looking at looking at adp i mean tevin coleman's not that far away and you could be like look dude it's an even switch they're gonna have the same amount of points even when he gets back it's still like fine because they would have split the carries anyways um because i mean are you are you guys for sure freeman and the coleman deal there
2: no. yeah
1: i mean i know i i think i'm pretty positive i'd rather have Devonto than, than Tevin. the uh...
2: I'm already looking at next offseason for, for Coleman. But they're
1: they're <laughs> they're both but they're both going to okay It's not just going to be Tevin because he's gonna get his own starter role. It's gonna be Devonta because Edo Smith is not the same running backup running back as Tevin Coleman is. He'll he's gonna go from splitting a backfield to having the eighty percent share of a backfield. I mean,
0: you're also assuming they don't draft anybody next year, which I think is a bit of a leap. They're just like Edo Smith's good enough to be the backup here.
2: I agree. I'm just saying Look at what happened to Jarek. And, like, Tevin is way, way more accomplished than Jarek was this time last year. Mm -hmm. And if he goes to any type of starting role in free agency, the hype is going to be so large.
0: Yeah, he goes to, like, the Bucks, you know, like a team that needs a running back.
2: And I'll just sell. And I'll just sell. But, like, uh, I'm looking at that as a pretty interesting sell-high window.
0: Okay, I mean, I, I, I tend to agree. I think that that's like, maybe that's the Tevin window right there. Because, I mean, if he looks great this season and Freeman's in and out of the lineup all season, I, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be, uh, the value's going to spike there for Coleman. He might actually pass Freeman on, on ADP by the time we're done with the season because everybody loves to have the player that's productive this year because we're not playing Dynasty, apparently, which goes on multiple years.
1: <laughs> all right, Eric, Russell and I, uh, we, we have a question for you. So we have a dynasty team. It's gonna probably gonna be three and one this uh, after the first two weeks in a doubleheader week. We have both Royce Freeman and we have Philip Lindsay. Uh, should we sell mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay? Sell him? I mean no,
0: probably not. I I don't think I'd sell him. Is...
1: <laughs> well no, I mean I was I was hoping to get some Philip Lindsay conversation going on. And that's what I was using as the jumping point. No but that's Russ, Russell That's and tough. I have, were contemplating selling him on Saturday, and they were like, "Well, what if he like blows up Sunday? So we shouldn't sell him." And then he didn't blow up, but like he had a b- pretty good game. So well, he's, I mean, he's I,
0: out, touching. He's out touching Freeman right now, yes, and yeah. and then he's like, then there's all this like hot hand talk coming out of coming out of Denver right now, like basically saying well, we're going to continue to ride Lindsay and and we'll let Freeman go, which Freeman hasn't looked bad. I mean, and, and the the Broncos' offense is not exactly prolific either. They look pretty meh, uh, slash a little bit less than meh. And I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think Lindsay Lindsay kind of came out of nowhere. He talked about it last week, but that's two productive weeks at this point. I mean, he's he's got he's, he's gaining value. What is he worth now? Probably a second.
2: Yeah, and and so before this weekend, when it was only one week, it was kind of like, well, maybe he's a sell high and. We can get like so, some decent value for him, but seems like he's going to be a guy there this year. Um, yeah. you know, and
0: and he's as much of a rookie as Freeman is. Now, granted, they don't have any draft capital in him, but like, he they could be this could be a, a one-two punch for the next three years. There's no reason that can't happen because um, mm-hmm. they, Lord knows, they've they've needed extra running backs on that team since like No Sean Moreno time, like years ago.
2: Yeah, like, so it's it's dump dump Devonte Booker. He's pretty much just yes,
0: yes. Get uh, yep, trashy.
1: Yes, that, that's easy advice. But I, I would say that that Lindsey he becomes a bit of a risky sell because he hasn't gained the value to where like it he can have any, any sort of like a slam dunk, uh, you know, acceptance. So I guess Eric, what what would be the value point where you're like, okay, I'm willing to take the risk that Lindsey continues to play this well, or even plays it even better than he has early on in the season. What what would be that value that you you? be like okay i'm willing to stomach that risk
0: as far as like saying no, thank you or selling him
1: no as far
0: as selling selling him and, and i just picked him up off waivers in a league and i would pro- I mean i don't know the the sicko in me wants to wait till he's worth a first um uh, but uh i'm not sure he ever really gets that point and i mean do you guys disagree is worth about a second right now
2: Yeah, I think
1: that. Yeah, I I, I think that if I'm going to, you know, I I genuinely do think that selling him right now is a bit of a risk. If I'm going to do that, I'm going to be doing like Lindsay and trying to throw on stuff to eventually get to even if it's like a locked in guaranteed one twelve. I'm like throwing stuff on top of Lindsay to trying to get to that one twelve.
0: And Lindsay might be the type of player that you could upgrade at quarterback with pretty good. Um, That's the kind. That's kind of the the deal that comes to mind for me is like his valuation is right there at like you know a top 10 quarterback and just selling him and upgrading your team in that way because lord knows your team was probably set already if you were competing without lindsey off your waiver wire and you were expecting to get literally nothing off of him without an injury and you know out of left field he suddenly is you know he's suddenly carrying more than royce freeman which no one saw happening so um i don't know that that's the kind of deal that comes to mind for me but a second, right now, I tend to agree. I think I, I would be, I would look at that trade offer for a long time, and I would say I would probably ultimately say I'd need a little bit of a sweetener on top of it. All right, well, let me uh, tell you about our wonderful sponsor, who once again is sponsoring the show, and that is RotoQL. So, do you want an unfair advantage to dominate your fantasy football league? Well, look no further and download SquadQL, the only mobile app you need to crush your friends and rivals this year. SquadQL recommends the best starting lineup for you each week, week based on your starters. Uh, bench players, and free agency pool. You may ask, how does SquadQL actually do this? The app connects directly to Yahoo, ESPN, and CBS leagues, pulling in your actual roster and your league scoring settings. SquadQL provides waiver and trade recommendations, plus the app gives you player rankings each week, and it's all based on your league's Particular settings. SquadQL truly is the go-to app for fantasy football season. Head to squadQL.com to download SquadQL, your all-in-one fantasy football manager. SquadQL is brought to you by the creators of RotoQL, the leading daily fantasy lineup optimizer, trusted by over a hundred thousand DFS players. You can also download RotoQL for free uh, for both Apple and Android. So go check out our sponsor, RotoQL, and we thank them again for sponsoring the show.
1: All right, let's transition to some David Johnson talk. Um, personally, uh, I, I'd like to look back at the prediction episode that uh, Dan and I did, uh, solo, or not solo, duo, uh, without yes. Eric. And I predicted that the Arizona Cardinals would have the first pick in the NFL draft, and um, I, that looks like a pretty good pred- I mean, the Bills have been bad, but the Cardinals have been uh, absolutely atrocious. They can't even figure out how to use David Johnson correctly. So is this a buy a low opportunity for David Johnson, or are the Cardinals so bad that like you don't really see him being like a RB one or even like a mid RB two uh, this season? Start with Russell.
2: This looks exactly like Todd Gurley twenty sixteen to me, uh, and I think you just got to ride it out if you're an owner. Uh, I I think we wait till a few more weeks to buy because there's there's still a lot of uh, twenty fifteen David David or twenty sixteen David Johnson in people's brains but if they get five a five or six week sample of this yep they'll be willing to sell and i'll i'll jump in but it could be a rough whole year you know you could be waiting until next year until things get better so yeah i mean
0: yeah it's it's brutal but i mean this is this is again another time i'll point it we're playing dynasty here like are we doubting David Johnson's talent. Nobody's doing that. That's not what's happening. Like, he is in a terrible scheme that seems hell bent on not giving him the foot. You know, he can catch the football, right? Like, what is going on? It's, I mean.
2: Wow. Wow. He can catch the football very well.
0: Yes. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Like, like, he literally shouldn't ever put up five points because his floor is freaking 12 because he catches seven balls every game if you're using him right. So, I mean. Yeah, it's a buy low. If somebody's freaking out, and, and maybe I'll own a bunch of David Johnson by the end of the season because this doesn't spook me at all. Um, and maybe, like, if you do have a team that's not contending, maybe now's the time to get David Johnson um, and try to just purchase him. See if, if you're not contending. See if you can, like, give up a first for him. That, even if it's the 101, the 101 for David Johnson will be fine. That's fine. Um, and, I mean, that's, like, the worst-case scenario. So, um yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, this just reeks of like somebody's, I mean, it's the Todd Gurley situation. It's like Andy Reid using Jamal Charles. It's like all these terrible situations where like the talented running backs in their prime are just getting poo-pooed on. I, I was going to use a different word, but I'll say poo-pooed um, here. So it's it's insanely frustrating, especially somebody who owns David Johnson in so many places, but I'm not panicking, but I, I might get to a point where I'm not starting him this season, which is absolutely ridiculous that like, philip Lindsay is outscoring david johnson by double the points is insane
2: yeah it's blasphemy really
1: all right oh, uh, so so i guess i'll turn to this uh russell do you think that a rosen if rosen comes in week four week five will that be any sort of savior or is that just offense just lost cause purely todd groy 2016
2: at this stage, especially with Larry Fitzgerald going out with that hamstring last week, just send Sam Bradford out and do what he have him do what he does best, which is just get absolutely destroyed on bad <laughs> teams. And run this year how it is and don't expose your young quarterback to it. That's how I'm looking at it. And I'm sure they're thinking about that now, you know.
0: Like, well, I'm sure they're going to do the exact opposite and put them out there. Like, immediately. Yeah,
2: that's fair. Like, I mean, uh, this
0: is this is just somebody gets fired territory here. Like, this might not even go on all year because if they look this bad all year, like people are getting fired. So, and then yeah. they're going to create an entirely new scheme, like the Bengals last year. Similar thing. Like they looked so atrocious and then fired their OC and it it turned around. What was that week six or so? That wouldn't shock me at all if that ended up happening here.
1: Right. All right, let's do a little bit of this or that real quick. Uh M- McCaffrey or D- David Johnson? Let's uh, in this in these scenarios let's assume you're a strong playoff contender. Uh McCaffrey or David Johnson?
0: If I'm a strong contender, I guess McCaffrey, but that's disgusting.
2: Ah, oh, don't ask me this question cuz I know what I have to say. I have I, to say McCaffrey.
0: Yeah, I also say McCaffrey. I got uh, four,
2: 14 receptions.
0: <laughs> so wait, so what is that so what does that mean for did David Johnson's value just fall out of, of like the first round of startups or did did McCaffrey's value just jump it, to like the fifth wow. pick of startups? Which it's, one it, happened?
1: It's both, and it's just evidence of how much a lost year at the running back position, particularly a running yes. back who who came in at an older age, you can't have a lost year at running back because that's like a fifth of your career. So that that's why you put a Christian McCaffrey over David Johnson. And then the okay. other, two, the other two I would say were Dalvin Cook and Kareem Hunt. Would you take either of those guys over David Johnson? I would I'm take. Not, I'm them. not sure I would, but I
0: would take David Johnson over Dalvin. Yeah. Dalvin, and then Kareem Hunt hadn't been any. Uh, hadn't no, no, been any no, no, I
1: I, I was saying. Okay, I'm saying I'd rather have DJ over those guys too, but I'm saying I do think yeah. it's a discussion.
0: It is, but well, Kareem started off so poor in his own right, so it's like that's that unfortunately is like comparing apples to apples where both have been terrible and both are going to fall accordingly like because of it. So that's nuts. If you're telling me David Johnson's out of the first round of startups in Dynasty, that's that means the value is there in my eyes. That means that people are overreacting. And I think it might be true. I think that if you did a startup right now, you'd see him go like two oh three, and then like that would be unbelievable.
1: All right, let's move on to the running back position. that right, we were talking running backs. Let's talk about the Raven Ravens running backs. We have Alex Collins who has been getting the bulk of the carries, but uh, Javorius Buck Allen has been getting the receiving work as well as the goal line work. Uh, does this worry you if you're trying to start Collins on a weekly basis, Eric? Um, are you trying to buy Buck Allen maybe as a bi week starter? What, what do you think of this backfield?
0: Yeah, somebody actively trying to start him week to week. I I can say firsthand this hasn't been feeling very good with Collins. Kind of just it, Collins is kind of sticking around. His floor is what I would kind of consider where he's at right now. And no, I you know I, I don't know that I want any of the of the pass catchers there. Um, I, I think I'll just ride out the Collins wave. He doesn't look bad to be fair. He just doesn't look like he's he's just not turning out the yards necessary and not getting the fantasy points or touchdowns, which is really the most important part of this whole thing. Uh, so that's probably where I was saying, I would probably stand pat on Collins because nobody's going to pay you a fortune for him right now. And then I, I'll, I'll just steer, steer clear of the other running backs there.
2: Definitely a hold, but it's going to look looking like it's going to set up to be a miserable year. Uh, yep. it's, it's pretty much how that Baltimore running back situation is going to figure itself out. So, I mean, it's, he it's got he only
0: nice. got nine. Like 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 this game on Thursday, they got they got stuck so deep in that game that like they only like the running backs didn't even get any carries. You had Collins get nine carries, Allen getting six. So the game script there, I think we're I think we're overreacting, and the game script is kind of telling a different story. But Alex Collins is also catching footballs too, uh, and this game had three catches for fifty yards. So uh, this game just. I probably would just throw this game out the window because the Bengals really were up 21 to zero, like coming out of the first quarter and that changes that makes Alex Collins play a different game altogether.
1: Right. Yeah. For me, normally in the scenario I would be going out to buy Collins, but the goal line usage for Buck Allen scares the death uh, out of me where like I, I just don't think the upside is there with Collins anymore if he's not going to get the goal line work. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not going out and trying to desperately sell Collins for like a late second or anything like that. But I, I think that it's hard to really count on him as like an RB2, which I'm guessing what many people were thinking as we were entering August, September. All right, let's move on to the Lions wide receivers. This is uh, put our hand, I think most of the fantasy community can put our hand up. Um, Kenny Galladay might be the wide receiver one there or yeah. sooner, sooner rather than later. He's the wide receiver 14 in PPR through two weeks. Uh, so Russell, if, if I said you have to go buy Kenny Galladay, what is the absolute highest price you would pay?
2: Mm, if we're talking in rookie draft terms, I'd say 108, 109.
1: I don't think you're getting him then.
2: Really? You don't?
1: No, I, I think no. you have to enter like the 106, 105. Yeah, oh, I agree.
2: Oh, doggy. That's – that. That's. I, I think he looks great. He does. Uh, so if you have him, you're winning. I would. I don't know if I'd sell him though. I guess that yeah, I sense know. Sense I, I, mean, <laughs> saying that. I guess that makes sense why you're saying that because I'd probably want way more on top if I was going to sell him right now.
0: I mean, I had I had a couple offers in my inbox. Have a day A couple places that people were trying to buy. Um, I turned down Chris Hogan for him, which wasn't particularly difficult. But um, I forgot what the other offer was. But they were all mildly enticing. Might have taken them prior to prior to week one. But yeah, he looks to be the guy, and uh, as quickly vaulted Jones and Tate. Um, and he's looked the part. So I mean, the the getting 12 targets in week two and nine in week one. I mean, yeah, Stafford continues to look for him. Um, and even in a week where where Stafford just got destroyed in that week one, uh, that, you know, he still was productive. And he, and, I th- and he missed the ball in the end zone in week one. So, no, I, I think Gallaudet is the real deal. And I think, Nathan, your valuation is spot on. I think it's got to be a mid yeah. to early-ish first for somebody to move off of him. Because as an, as an owner of him, you got to overpay for him because he's he looks like he's coming on and I'm not passing on a young wide receiver who seems to be the real deal
1: yeah the, the way I saw that wide receiving core entering the year I thought that would be a high volume passing offense because the running backs aren't any good but I did think that Galladay would struggle with week-to-week consistency just because the targets wouldn't be there because most of the targets are going to Tate and Jones and it looks like Galladay is kind of eating up that Jones role to where Jones is going to get the scraps that I thought Galladay would get and now Galladay is getting that Jones role so I think Tate's is going to be the the high-volume target guy, the guy to pick up first downs. But when it comes to the deep throw, when it comes to the red zone, I think Galladay is the man for Detroit from uh, now on.
0: Yeah, that's kind of nuts. I mean, if we're looking, uh, Galladay is going to leap up in valuation because, I mean, he was going – looks like he was going in like the eighth round of startups, and and that is not going to continue to happen. Um, Yeah, yeah.
1: I think McDowell said that he was like wide receiver 38 and in the latest ADP and he's, he's probably going to be like wide receiver 24 25.
0: Yeah, I mean if ADP. you're looking at yeah, if you're looking at the most recent ADP, there's some insane people in front of it. Keelan Cole's in front of him, who's actually looked insane, but like there's a there's a couple guys in front of him. Ronald Jones is ahead of him. Wah, wah, wah. Uh Robbie Anderson. So no, there's a there's definitely some some interesting interesting names ahead of him that i would rather have but yeah that's 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 crazy i mean if he's if he keeps this up if he has another week of it i mean this is just going to be hype train time it's going to go bananas so would you guys go out and buy if you had a late first right now like what would you oh, uh, yeah, i
1: mean for a late first yeah but i i don't i don't think that i'm i can't stomach paying a 105 type price tag sure
2: like, like i said i think i would legitimately pay 108 109 right now i i would yeah, uh, I don't know who that translates into for Dynasty like actual players, but pretty pretty decent, pretty yeah. decent player. I'd give up right now for sure.
1: I, I mean, I, I think that one, one name would be OJ Howard. OJ Howard or Kenny Galladay?
2: Ooh,
0: ah, I take I take Galladay personally. I
2: think I would too. Which is not something I would have said.
0: Yeah, OJ Howard has got what like four footballs thus far, and just got a yeah. ton of points nope. off of those.
1: I mean, he's had a really good first. I mean, that, he, has, that,
0: he's, he hasn't actually, like, he, he's caught, it's been, like.
1: A who very cares if he's going to be catching, like, 30 yards per catch? I don't care what kind of volume he has. Uh, he's sustainable
0: <laughs> and you know it. Although he yeah. is a big dude. So, I guess tackling that man is probably very difficult. All right. Um, all right. Let's, um, let's move on. And, actually, I was just I just had a weird thought that's not on our script here. And that is, can we talk for a second about how, like, Nobody of the rookies is really doing anything yet, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of shocking going into well, week so three. Sacon, you,
1: didn't Saquon have a couple of twenty?
0: No, no, okay, other than the one hundred and one, you don't have anybody. You don't have anybody on this lit, on the list of rookies doing really anything. And you have like Philip Lindsay, who's not in anybody's rookie draft, like vaulting the board. It's kind of insane. I can't remember a year where like nobody's emerged out of that like second tier to be
1: it's it's still early. Michelle will get some volume over the next few weeks. Um, yep. but I mean you're right. I mean DJ Morrill gets more volume, but there's been very little, you know, targets I mean, and carries for for the rookies right now. Yeah, I, I mean, know, there's, there's been it.
0: a couple injuries too, but I mean looking at it, it's like Penny, nope. Michelle, he's starting to come on Chubb, nope. Uh, DJ Moore, okay. You caught a touchdown for a long throw. Like Ronald Jones, womp, womp. And Royce Freeman looks to be vaulted. I mean, there's just, yeah, it's, it's just kind of an interest. I'm not saying that nobody's ever going to come on and it's overreaction, just a random thought of like nobody. like It's true. No rookies have happened no, yet. No
1: which, point. which honestly will make this the greatest offseason in Dynasty history because all these guys are going to be bilos by- and it's going to be amazing.
0: Yep, except for Ronald Jones, do not buy low on Ronald Jones. Don't do that.
2: All right, I hate the m- Buccaneers. <laughs> hey, what's what's up if you're drafted If you're going to bring in a running back, how about them? How about like after McNichols last year, they were already on a uh, short end. Dude, you know? it's and then Bishop they Sankey. Ronald Bishop Sankey, like, what are you 20, doing? Man. I guess, but.
1: Yes. I mean, I mean, at least they stole two second round picks from the Bills, So that, that helped make, make up for it. So
0: All right. And and, and, and Fitz magic is like, literally, I, I could not stop laughing yesterday no. at all of the presser like videos. So, so, so good. Uh, I'm assuming everybody who listens has already watched yeah, it, but if you yeah. haven't yet go watch the presser, it is laugh out loud. Funny. Um, okay. Let's go ahead and pivot to, uh, to John Brown. Um, and, He's looked very, very good for the Ravens. Touchdown in each of the first two games. Uh, looked very solid. Looks like a go-to. Looks like the old John Brown that uh, used to have a first-round valuation uh, in this dynasty communities before he fell off a cliff. So, what are we doing with Brown? What's his valuation now? And what are what are we what are we doing with him?
2: If I have him, I'm starting him. I can tell you that <laughs> he's definitely a wide receiver three going forward for sure, uh, and. I, I, I won't say actively buying, but definitely throwing out some feelers for him because this looks like it's gonna be a. It looks like his role is pretty set as the deep threat on that team, and yep. sort of again some underneath routes as well. So, uh, I I might give a an early to mid second. Yeah, or, and I I think
1: the early second will probably land you him, um, and then the the mid second they tell you to, to go away. So.
2: True,
0: but, yeah. I mean, if you bought him in the offseason, kudos to you because his value yeah. was very, very depressed. Yeah. And I know a lot there were, uh, and I, I don't have any names, the name, but there was a lot of people on Twitter who were on that bandwagon.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was one of those scenarios where it was kind of harder to go out and buy him because there were big names like Harmon and and the like, you know, touting John Brown as the the comeback story. And so it kind of just depends on the league you're in. And in more of the, the fishy leagues, I guess John Brown would, would be an easier buy. But it just as far as his 2018 outlook, I think he's the wide receiver one there. I think the Crabtree is, is looking pretty old. And uh, unfortunately, it's not the Jordan Leslie show quite yet. Um, coming soon, uh, maybe 2019. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think John Brown is, is a nice guy to put in your lineup right now. And, and buy even if, if you have a, a second to burn and can get him for that, I would do that. Now let's do our final player, and it is going to be a Russell and Nathan Dynasty Dudes extravaganza favorite. It's going to be Tyler Boyd. Um, I I recall the haters and losers, which there are many, um, called Eric Burtz laughs. Yeah, I thought you don't (laughs)
0: do victory laps. I saw this on your Twitter, and I was like, that is crap. He does do victory laps, and it's going to be on my podcast. It
1: was Clear sarcasm. Um, this is, my, this is the, the Tyler Boyd victory lap. Uh, I, I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on the limb and I'm gonna squash draft capital. I'm gonna say Tyler Boyd is the better dynasty asset than John Ross right now.
0: Uh, that's pretty that's reasonably tough to argue with because they they both did nothing going into this season and one looks significantly better than the other. So um, I'm not gonna fight you on that one. But I'm not sure I would have fought you on that one previously either.
2: Uh yeah, it's not looking great for Ross. Uh, uh, shares of which there are many for me. Um, <laughs> so I, I have I, I'm invested in both, but it, it does seem like Boyd is taking over that Canu role from a few years ago, and and he's gonna get you know. We'll see. He's looked, he's
0: looked sharp. And may, I mean, he yeah. maybe was just a guy who needed a little bit of time to acclimate to the NFL speed because he was right. such a stud doing everything in college. And then he came in, the, he came in and kind of just looked like a deer in headlights, looked like he didn't quite get it. And mm-hmm. uh, he's come out this year kind of swinging. And I mean, I can't disagree as a Bengals fan, I've watched him and he's looked, you know, he's looked the part of the real deal. So actually, and, and maybe with Boyd, the, there's still a lot of people who own him maybe that have been holding on to him for so long that maybe don't believe that he is, in fact, as good as maybe you believe he is, Nathan. What is, the, or, and, and you too, Russ. What is the valuation you guys are going out and buying Boyd for if you can?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I am pretty much sunk cost with Boyd. I'm not going out and buying um right because you own him
0: everywhere, everywhere. it's right. like it's like asking you what you would pay for uh <laughs> oh, dang, dang it i forgot the dolphins running back what's his name
1: Kenyon drake Kenyon drake it's asking
0: you what you would pay for him yeah Jordan
1: it's one of those things that i'm already pot committed that I, I don't need to add more shares but if you're asking me what would i need to be offered to me for to pull a trigger i i mean i i'd take probably if i saw a pick that was gonna be like the 202 to 204 range i'd, I'd sell yeah,
2: okay. especially in the near future. His his fantasy potential is capped with Green and Eifert and Mixon, and I do think they're going to still try to get Ross involved. So I think we're just looking at two two uh, I'm in. I'm in. Let me, let me but, I, I mean,
1: I'll be completely honest. I don't think we're getting anything, anything near that. I'm just saying that's what I would no. need to sell. No. Well, let me,
0: let me ask you, because like, cause if you're doing like – if you're doing Boyd or Keelan Cole right now, are you, are you on the Cole side of that?
2: Yeah, probably. Mm. I'd have to be, I think for now, but, but, but only, but only
1: because only because it like with those type of guys, I'm just going to take the guy who's scoring more points today and Cole's just going to get more targets. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's probably another player that we should toss in at the end of this show is what do you do with Keelan Cole? Cause he, either. he looked
2: legit. You take, you take you got, the free points. <laughs> Yeah, without Lee there, he's just going to get a lot of targets, and I that may not last forever. Uh, we've seen this many times with undrafted free agents, but his talent looks pretty pretty stable, you know?
0: Yep, I, I agree. It, he looks like the real deal for sure. Um, all right, well, I think that brings us to the end of the show. Tyler Boyd worth an early second. We think Keelan Cole's worth a, a late first now, maybe, value-wise?
1: no. no. No, no, no. Okay, I don't think Tyler Boyd's worth an early second. I'm saying I would sell for an early second.
0: Okay, well, if he puts up another game like he did this last week. I think his value is going to start creeping there. Because people, people's eyebrows have raised now and given up on him. But it is it's it's such a it's such a good lesson on not giving up on on like guys you assess to be very good and you drafted early on of like the number of people who dropped, who dropped James Connor after year one. And they're like, well, I guess we can't keep him on my roster. Cause it's, you know, it's dynasty and looks like Levy set to take him over. And then yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, sad. Don't draft a player. If you're not going to be able to keep him on your roster for a while.
2: <sighs> All
0: right. Let's, let's, uh, go ahead and wrap the show guys. Um, so again, want to thank our sponsor, RotoQL. QL. Want to thank Russell for being on the show. That's uh at Russell J clay. He, uh, is on the Twitter machines there. Uh, Very good-looking, very sleeveless gentleman here. And uh, you can also follow Nathan Powell at npowellff on Snapchat. Make sure you check that out. It's going (laughs) to (laughs) be... Oh,
1: God, Lord. (laughs) Nate Nate Dog walks walks the dog. Coming to a Snapchat near you.
0: Yep. Uh, The Nathan Powell Minute. It's catching on. It's a thing on Twitter.
1: (laughs) it won't be on twitter i'll
0: go that. ahead and put a i'll <laughs> go ahead and put a poll on twitter saying should you follow nathan Powell at n <laughs> for the dynasty for the dynasty minute on snapchat yes or yes <laughs> that's what's gonna happen putting the poll up right now nathan's gonna be like quit giving out my personal snapchat man i'll kill you i mean
1: i don't put anything on there anyway so
0: <laughs> you really don't if you want to see nathan just look into a camera and say Kadoosh, it you're gonna love his snapchat it's really great
2: if that's your yeah if that's what you're looking for you're gonna be pleasantly surprised yeah
0: you're gonna be (laughs) pleasantly surprised all right speaking of which nathan now's the part of the show where we thank our listeners and we give ask them to give us five star ratings and review and then you look into the camera and you say good news all right we're out of here catch you guys next week